Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Redefining HR. Yes, I know last week's episode with Marcus Buckingham was the finale, but this is a little extra. Um, And the reason I'm actually recording this episode is, you know, for the listeners of the podcast, I know many of you are in HR and people ops and recruiting, and to say the last two years have been a lot is uh, not quite doing your experience justice. And I know as you head into the holiday season, you're doing so with a tremendous amount of stress and pressure you know, as we also continue to monitor Omicron and see how this may impact return to workplace plans and much more. And so one of the things that I've been doing in this season of the podcast is asking many of my guests, what gives them hope? You know, what gets them excited about the future of our field, this future that we're building together? And so I wanted to create this bonus episode that is actually a uh, compilation of answers to that question, you know, closing the year with a bit of of hope and a bit of a look forward, um, you know, honoring, obviously, the stress and pressure that we're all under, um, but trying to also end on a high note around this future that we have a real opportunity to build together in 2022 and beyond. So with that I'd like to turn it over to some people leaders, chief people officers, and CHROs and share their thoughts on the future of our field, what's next, what gets them hopeful, and what gets them excited. We'll get things started with Procore Technologies Chief People Officer, Pat Waters. I'm excited because we are seeing the Industrial Revolution 9 to 5 gig go away. We're creating better habits. We are leveraging technology much better today than we were just seven months ago. Technology has evolved faster. The digitalization of companies has accelerated, what, five years is the estimate because of COVID. And all that is really good. All that is phenomenal. The other thing that has seeped into everyday nomenclature is the check-ins on on everyone's mental health. How are you doing? And really pausing and listening, really caring about one another and being okay with doing that and actually seeing the value in doing that. I don't think that will go away. I think we're more human at work. Next up, ADP Research Institute's Head of Research, People and Performance, Marcus Buckingham. I am really optimistic that what will come out of this, frankly, and it's the tightest labor market in, well, certainly here in the U.S. since the late 60s, um, what will come out of it, the companies that will win will be the ones that go, no, our fundamental belief about human beings is that they actually have capability, that they've all got something that they can bring to us, and that they want accountability. If we create the right context, people want to be responsible for something. They want to contribute. And if you can... If you can be an HR function that, that facilitates the, the reassessing of our fundamental beliefs about humans, then all sorts of really cool programs and practices and technologies will flow from that. I learned a lot in my conversation with the Lego Group's Chief People Officer and Head of Corporate Affairs, Lauren I. Schuster, and I really appreciated his views on where the field of HR and people ops is heading. There's never been a better time to be in HR. And, you know, one of the 
positive outcomes. Of course, I would not wish that the pandemic, I would wish that the pandemic didn't happen, of course, but the fact that it did has, has really highlighted the criticality of the HR role uh, in supporting the overall well-being of the business uh, and of individuals to to be their best selves and to be able to contribute and have a meaningful impact on the world. So I think there's no better time to be in HR. When I look moving forward as someone who's been in technology for a, a large part of my career, it's just great to see how much money is is flowing into HR technology and how much richer the function is getting at uh, and more sophisticated at leveraging data to make evidence-based decisions. Because I think a criticism of HR over the years has been that it's not science-based, it's not data-driven, it's all, it's intuitive, it's, it's the soft stuff. And I, I think that's just absolutely untrue, especially with the tools available today where we could now start having a much clearer line of sight of the HR programs and interventions and line of sight to business outcomes for either consumers, for shoppers, or for other stakeholders. And that's what gets me most excited. I've admired Reddit Chief People Officer Nelly Peshkov since I've been following her work back in her former role at Netflix and her enthusiasm about what's next and this chance for us to really rebuild together and focus on what's important really resonated with me. Take a listen. The idea of me in the moment, whatever that moment will be, again, the pandemic proved to us that we can't plan and prepare for everything. We don't know what the future of workforce will be, the future of HR will be. I think we've been proving that. But to be able to flex and pivot and innovate, and at the end of the day, always do the right thing to help your businesses and your employees succeed in the intersection between the two is what I'm most excited about. Um, so I, I'm intrigued to keep reevaluating all the things that we do, whether they're truly impactful, and if the answer is maybe not, to stop it, try without it, see what happens. Did we you know, lose our effectiveness? Are we less successful? I always talk to my team about experimenting more, not being afraid to try new approaches, not being afraid to fail. I think for the longest time in HR, we've been so risk averse because we are supposed to be perfect as a function. We're supposed to help everyone else out and know exactly what to do. We do not. You know, we again meet the moment, we try to solve complex problems together, but more importantly, we learn and evolve and keep getting better as a function. So the future of HR to me is very agile, use one of the HR buzzwords. Um, it's about testing, experimentation, and last but not least, and this is a very personal belief of mine, bigger, fewer, and better, meaning only the most impactful programs and processes, and as few of them as possible, so that most of our time as an HR team is actually spent with leaders, spent with employees, spent shaping culture, and not spent managing programs and ensuring adherence to policies. 
All of the things we've been navigating over the last two years, from the pandemic to the shift towards digital and distributed work to renewed conversations around social justice, have centered the field of HR and people ops in ways that we haven't quite experienced. And in this conversation with Coca-Cola Chief People Officer Lisa Chang, she really illuminated some of the critical importance and elevation of our field. I'm excited about all of it, but I think that the kind of big headline for me is the fact that during this crazy pandemic year that we've had, um, as well as the social justice issues we've been experiencing, the political divide we've been having, I think there's never been a time, at least in my career, where HR has been at the center of almost everything that a company has had to focus on, right? So obviously the products and, and our business was still important, um, but if you ever said that you know human capital is your most important asset, that became more true during the pandemic than ever. So what I'm excited about is I think we gained a seat, we earned a seat um, during that period of time because so much of what companies had to do went back to the basics of taking care of employees, making sure that we were on the right side of history, uh, speaking up for the things that uh, were values that the company stood by, et cetera. So I think you know between that and being able to show the business, um, what I'm really proud of our team is we have made strides in converting the conversation with our business leaders from the what was formerly known as the soft and fuzzies, and instead talk about data and analytics and insights. We have more data and insights now on our people, their sentiment, how they work, what they feel than we've ever had before. Using that to go back in to talk to our C-level team and say, look, here's what we know, right? The correlation between X and Y is this. Therefore, we think these actions need to take place. Or the success rate of our leaders is exponentially higher if they possess these two or three attributes. That to me is so exciting because then you see the light bulbs go off and the leaders are kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, this is real stuff. It's not the squishy stuff. It makes sense. So I think that the, the future of HR is doubling down on that, making sure that we're at the seat, we're at the table, we're having those conversations and we're able to push the agendas forward, not as add-ons, but as integrated parts of the business business strategy, right? HR should have should never be sort of an add-on. It has to be fully integrated. And I think in, in the year that we've had, I think we were able to show that we add value in that. And uh, I'm excited about making sure that we stay there and that we continue to accelerate that. One of the big shifts for our field as we move into this new future is moving away from some of those formulaic playbook-driven approaches to HR to create more flexible constructs. And that was a point that was really reinforced by SAP Chief People and Operating Officer Sabine Bendik. We all you know, know that you go through different phases in life, and we all have you know, those different you know, phases where you need sort of more flexibility, less flexibility, where you enjoy going to the office, where you actually, you know, feel like really stressed out about going to the office. Maybe your commute is too long. Maybe you have to look after, you know, your children, whatever. Right. And just sort of adding that flexibility, adding that hybrid work style, I think is going to help us a lot on making sure we're attracting people who maybe before felt, you know, it just wasn't their kind of thing and they couldn't really sort of sign up for this with full commitment. And we can keep people, retain people throughout those different phases in their lives. And I do think that's a great opportunity for us. 
At the same time, I think we will need to continue um, to ensure that everybody kind of like keeps that open mind, keeps that constant learning. We've always talked about constant learning. I think now it's actually real. Um, now it's real around sort of that continuous evolution that, you know, you need to continue to learn new things, try new things, learn from mistakes. And, and therefore, I think that's the piece I'm, I'm actually really most, well, you know, most excited is always hard because I think there's many things to be excited about. But, but if you look at that, that's one of those concepts that kind of leads into so many of our HR topics. It, yes, of course, leads into individualized learning journeys. It leads into, you know, having the right culture, like a culture that really sort of focuses on being inclusive, um, that focuses on, on really providing that psychological safety, that at the same time is a culture that, you know, really drives people to want to perform, to want to actually excel um, and to still feel good and safe about experimenting and learning from mistakes. Um, and of course, a culture that really sort of makes sure you develop great leaders that understand how you how, how to actually bring their people constantly onto kind of like the next step of their journey and enable them to continue to grow and thrive. And um, I think those are all great things that I think um, really mean that HR is going to be even more right in the midst of everything um, a company is doing um, for their future success. I think HR has such an important function in making in, in safeguarding companies' ability to continue to be successful, to continue to evolve, to continue to deal with even disruptive changes, because we are the ones that can help building those resilient organizations that everybody's hoping to get to. Part of this evolution of our field means embracing and developing new skills, such as storytelling and communication in a much different way, particularly for distributed organizations. The ability to communicate effectively uh, rises to just incredible levels of importance within the HR field. A point driven home by Guild Education Chief People Officer Lorna Hagen. What ex excites me is this idea of really building a kind of a next gen of people leaders that understand storytelling and comms is critical to their um, uh, skill set and competencies. The idea to tell the story of your company, whether it's through your customer or your employees, and I think we've done that a lot here today, is really, really critical to the success of your function. Um, I think you, you see this more and more which is that employees want a mission-driven company, and that's not different for your people team. And so how do you, you know, whether you're like manufacturing tires or you're doing something like what Guild is doing, how do you make everybody feel like they're a part of that mission? I think that's a really important piece that you can't lose. There you have some incredible perspectives and views towards the future of our field. And I hope as you wind down your 2021 and look to the future, some of that feedback gives you hope, gets you excited. Um, yeah, we're still going to be carrying a lot in 2022, but I think we also have this unique opportunity to truly build a different world of work together. And we're just going to need to be together. We're going to have to continue to lean on each other in the field to help us overcome some of the challenges that we're certainly going to face and continue to face in 2022. But there's a lot of opportunity ahead of us, and I'm really excited about the future that we can build together, and I hope you all have a very safe and happy holiday and new year, 
And I will be back for season seven of Redefining HR around the middle of January of 2022. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I'll see you next year.